0: The Theonauts, episode seventy-five, the one where we learn to beware of women bearing tent pegs.
1: The Theonauts podcast. Christian news from around the globe.
2: In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth.
3: It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter.
1: Explore the vast reaches of God's word.
3: Hey all you stinking piles of theology out there. <laughs> Whoa, man that was uh, easy there David. How's it going? I'm doing... De- David Gaddy, I'm Jeremiah Orr. <laughs> Together we are the, the Theo Nuts. Whoa, <laughs> I just couldn't think of
0: anything good. <laughs> that's great, man. Just throw <laughs> it down, throw it down. How are you doing, man?
3: Doing real good. Yeah, I mean like crazy good.
0: Like this is uh, okay. So this is
3: charged up, on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Good stuff.
0: This is our first uh, episode back from uh,
3: Haiti, right? Yeah, had a had a, a week off there. Um, cause, well, we, I was planning on doing it when I got back, but I was so blasted that (laughs) didn't happen. (laughs) And then you had family in.
0: Yeah. My dad.
3: So, uh, it worked out. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. So it was a great trip. I mean, really cool, miraculous things happening. Uh, man, we fed like, uh, 160, I think kids uh-huh. we fed we we uh did meal kits for over um uh, 100 families wow and um that's we, a lot of families yeah we put kids. shoes on over 100 kids feet cool and clothes on their back and uh we visited the orphanage we did some uh, VBS type of stuff with them, yeah, and uh, they were all real. You know how it was. They, sure, yeah, they were all the same
0: sweethearts Yeah, man, just talking about it. In.
3: They love the
0: feeling of somebody
3: loving on them. Yeah, and we got there, and the um, we didn't know how much they needed or what kind of food they needed. Yeah, so we talked to Yvette, the lady who was running the orphanage, and she says we just ran out of food. Wow. So talk about timing. Timing, yeah. And God, you know, do it And that was just the first of many. Yeah, a uh, uh, God moments that happened. The biggest one, though, I got to tell you about this. You know how we talked about our plans to drill wells. Yes, yes, yes. In yes. Lo- in Lagunov. Right. Okay. Well, we we get over there to Lagunov, and I hadn't told any of those locals our plans. Wow. About drilling yeah. for wells because I didn't want to get everybody all excited, yeah. right? And then something go bad, right? So, uh, but we have purchased the well drilling rig. Our uh, partners over in Florida are currently bumping uh, it up to get it moved over there, and they've actually got a um, the largest water drilling outfit in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, is. Teaching them how to use it, and is going going to go to Loganov with them the first time to help them get started. <laughs> so praise the Lord for that. Yes, amazing. Yeah. And they've actually worked in Haiti before. Wow, uh, that guy had. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, hadn't told any of these locals about all this, and we were doing a prayer walk, and there was you know a lot of sick people, and sure, we came and talked to one one pastor who had been running a school, uh, and he'd been doing the school out of his church building. Wow. And uh, so he was telling us, since you were here last time, we're, we've been able to get money to build a school. And he attributed that to the prayers that we offered on his behalf while we, while we were there. Wow. And uh, so anyway, we were all excited and all this, and we were about to leave. And the, and the guy goes, wait a second, wait a second, got to tell you something else very important. He says, I've been having dreams lately. And I've had two dreams about white people, white missionaries, drilling for water in this area. <laughs> and I, that just floored me. Ugh. I was like, what? <laughs> God is good, amen. So we, Man. St- we started, I started telling him, you know. Well, this is what we have planned. I don't know if it'll all, you know, work out, but this is what we're trying. Right. And uh, man, it was just a crazy God moment. I mean, it was sure really cool. Sure, that's when you know God comes down and says, "You know, I'm with you.
0: I'm in this. This is my work that you're doing, and that's awesome." Yeah, that's awesome. So, how's that's everything amazing. going with you? Good, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> fast and furious. It's nuts. <laughs> we'll be moving um in 2 weeks I have a wedding I'm doing uh music for a wedding next week which is supposed to be our move date also right so I'm just really like thinking about you know a lot of a lot of stress a lot, lot of pressure but God's good and we're moving on and then you know what's happening with us is just amazing so yeah
3: yeah and um, more to more to come on that yeah. uh we we've got some interesting things happening here locally that right. are um, really cool, I think God's working in it yeah pretty heavily he is he is and, it's, it's uh, neat to see what's gonna happen but
0: uh so. I'm really excited so you want to just uh dive right in let's do it oh Deborah hey there judge Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you introduce this? This know. this is a this is a baffling story for me. Really, yeah, it's one Deborah. of my favorite stories. It's a great story. I mean, it takes I love a, the story. Two chapters in Judges, right? Mm-hmm. Last week uh, we talked about Ehud Neglon and Eglon, uh, and who else? Othniel. Oh, yeah, Othniel. And uh, so now we're 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 moving ahead, and we're going to go ahead and talk about Deborah. And here's one of the really baffling things for me. Growing up as <clears> a Rather in a conservative sect of uh, Christianity Mm -hmm. um, Hearing about men's roles versus women's roles Correct And then having this thrown on you that Deborah Oh, by the way A prophetess, right? (laughs) And you're going, what? What is that? Like, okay In the Old Testament there was a chick prophet And her name was Deborah Yep So what do you do with that? And she's
3: all about it, man
0: Oh, yeah She's hardcore
3: She is hardcore
0: I mean, a-type personality. This this lady has an A-type personality.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> so. another thing I think is cool about this story is that it's told in in two different ways.
0: Yeah, it is.
3: I mean, cha- chapter four of Judges is the full-on story. It's a narrative, right? Right. It's just the historical narrative. Sure. Uh, chapter five is called <laughs> The Song of Deborah. Right. And it's a song commemorating this battle. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that is the center of yeah. the story. And in this song, we learn a little extra details yeah. about what was going on. So it's like when you tell the story, you almost have to bounce back and forth between right. chapter four and chapter five so you can get the details in Yeah.
0: There. It's really interesting. Chapter five is, uh, like you said, the song of Deborah. It, it uh, I was reading, doing some research on it in May date as early as the 12th century BC. It was... One of the earliest, if not the earliest, example of Hebrew poetry mm, yeah. that we have, which is really cool. Yeah, and it's the story about a prophetess, right? And you know, and and her buddy. But,
3: uh, anyways, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Right. Well, to kind of set the stage, why don't we just do a uh, a layman's top level telling of the story first? All right. Um, because, Go ahead. Okay, so we're we just finished with Ehud and Eglon, right? And uh, in case you're just tuning in, and Israel was redeemed yep. from uh, the evil Eglon, big fat guy, uh, horrible uh, dictator, <laughs> whatever.
0: Job of the hut, basically. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you do that way too well. So, so anyway, uh, what happens in the very first verse of chapter four? Is oh by the way, Israel strays again. <laughs> they screw up again. Yeah, so they go in um, in the opposite direction. They do evil in the eyes of the Lord. Right. So once again, it's probably in reference to more idolatry. That seemed to be a real big problem with them. They couldn't just worship God. They had to like include all the local religions and right. Mostly pro- probably because of the influences of the people they were around. And, yeah and you know that sort of thing and they were constantly told not to marry these people and you know i'm sure that that was not completely yeah.
0: on the up and up well i mean you know it's <clears throat> it's a tough thing whenever you fall in love with a lady and this lady's one religion and so you're you know you're trying to appease
3: yeah
0: her you know well we can put your little god idol in the corner yeah, and before you
3: know it man <laughs> it's just all over the house right <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're sacrificing your firstborn child
1: yeah.
3: Dead government <laughs> Oh well The wife wants it
1: <laughs>
3: So, anyway um, So you got Israel once again Under yeah. the oppression This time from the area of uh, I guess that's Assyria Right um, And so now This this army Is Is uh, is feared throughout the land. Yeah. Because they've got war machines. And this is one of the first references to this type of thing, too. It's yeah. Cool. So by war machines, we mean... Chariots. chariots. That weighed 900 yeah. pounds. They're made of iron. And it was like they just came and ran over everybody. Right. So, you know, who cares? You got your cavalry. You got your infantry out We're there. they
0: are just going to ride over you.
3: They just trump you. Yeah. And because they've got these huge tanks, yeah. from their perspective, I mean, it's the equivalent. Well, that's
0: exactly what it was like. It was like riding up against a tank, and
3: all you, all you are is your little pea shooter. Right. You Nobody know? wanted anything to do with fighting these guys. No, that's right. It's like, no, 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 those are the guys with the tanks. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Deborah was sitting as a judge yeah. in Israel at this time, and so she spent her time out under the palm tree, yeah, just hanging out, chilling out, giving advice and solving problems. Well, yeah, all these people, you know, all these men would come, and yes. this is a
0: really weird thing. It's,
3: it really is upside down in, in their
0: culture. Yeah, in their culture, women weren't—they didn't have any real positions of power. But this lady seems to know, seems to be a prophet of God. So have that that kind of special relationship that relevant relationship with god and and hebrew men would come and settle like land disputes and all these other <laughs> disputes right, that right. they had yeah with, you know and so you know it's just it's an amazing
3: thing well this is um um a king, this is canaan by the way that they were uh, that they were under that they were being right throttled by um and, I, and, and I believe assyria was one of their allies yeah um so anyway, they also had this feared commander. Uh, Jabin is the name of the king that they're yes. that they're scared of, and uh, there's this great commander or general under Jabin. His name is Cesera, and uh, he's like he's like the um, you know if 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 Jabin is the emperor, this is Darth Vader, right? <laughs> there you go, man. That's great. <laughs> so more War, Star Wars yeah. references. <laughs> So everybody is scared to death of Sisera and his and his uh, you know army thing here. Well, um, Israel gets tired of being under this cruel oppression, yeah. and they cry out to God. And of course, this is always whenever God sends a deliverer to to come to them. Right um, now, the the deliverer. That Deborah sends for is a guy by the name of Barack. Barack. So. Not Obama. (laughs) You know those references have got to come up. Oh, yeah. So Obama shows up. Yep. And.
0: uh, And he says, "Eh, I don't like war.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to do that because Barack is going to be our type of Jesus.
0: (laughs) That that doesn't work, dude. We can't do that. I'm sorry, to any Barack fan. So we're gonna, we're
3: gonna we're going we're gonna talk about uh, types, of course. Mm-hmm. And um but Barack shows up and um he's not he's a little reluctant yeah. about this this charge. And uh <laughs> He's being a pansy Yeah it, right. Deborah says okay here's what we need to do We need to gather the tribes together <laughs> and a couple of them opt out you know, they're hanging out in the, on the coast. They're having fun by themselves. Right. They're like, we don't care. Cesar's not bothering us. Yeah, we're, you know. So we're good. Excluding those guys, Deborah tells him, basically, go gather up 10,000 people and take them out here to Mount Tabor. Now, a little geography lesson here. Mount Tabor is located across the Jezreel Valley right. from Mount Carmel. Armageddon. And Mount Megiddo. Yeah. So um, there's – so that's in the northern – kind of northern part of Israel. Right. Uh, up above or kind of to the northwest of Galilee. Okay. And so – Have you been there? <clears throat> yes. And um, so it was kind of cool because we didn't go to Mount Tabor. We went to Carmel and we went to Megiddo. And from both of those mountains, you can see Mount Tabor very clearly. Okay. Um so, but this, yeah, the valley, the Jezreel valley, valley, also known as Armageddon, the Valley of Armageddon, right? Um, is it's the, it's a really low place in Israel, it's like 300 feet below sea level, yeah. Um, and, and it's actually, it's kind of a little piece of trivia here. The, um, it would be if the Bible is talking about a future war. You know, if we're not talking preterism or whatever, if we're talking about the future uh, in Revelation. i bring that up. <laughs> when it, when it's, I don't know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I get you. Okay, go, go if, if if we're futurists here, All right. then uh, you have this battle that happens at Armageddon. Yeah. And, uh, and Jezreel. If that is involving planes, Israel has a huge whopping advantage. Right. Because their altimeters are geared to fly below sea level. Oh, wow. So they know how high off the ground they actually right. are, whereas an enemy's planes no are going to get all confused in that area. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. They, um, it's a unique, very unique place. So what Deborah says is, is take them up to Mount Tabor and wait there. And so um, after some persuasion, <laughs> he gets these 10,000 people, on top of the mountain. She, oh, he says, I'll only go <laughs> if you go with me. Yeah. <laughs> now that sounds really <laughs> pansy of him because, because this is a woman, right? Right. But I think that there's something deeper going on here. Okay. And Deborah is obviously very wise. Yeah. And he is relying on her advice, on her wisdom. And uh, to be able to help him do this task. So he says, I'll I'll go. Well,
0: doesn't she say, okay, verse seven, I will lead Sisera, uh, the commander of Jabin's army, Mm -hmm. uh, with his chariots and his troops to to the Kishon River and give them into your hands. So she's already said that she's going to go and lead. Right. You know, so she's going to like kind of retreat and then he's going to come in and crash the army. Right. Right? Yeah. So for me, it's always like, why does he say, well, I'll only go if you go, after she's already said I'm going to go? Mm-hmm. It's something that I've always thought of. But go ahead. Continue with your point, which is good.
3: Okay. So, this this happens. They're up on the mountain. Yeah. And Sisera's army comes down the river. Right. Like in the uh, Kidron Valley. Yeah. And, or not the Kidron, the uh, Jezreel right. Valley. And they come to the, to the foot Of the mountain. Yeah. And begin, uh, I'm assuming that they begin to ascend it. Okay, so at some point in this, in chapter four, it just says, Deborah says, it's time God has gone before you. Yeah. And lead the army down to defeat them. Right. Okay, so you've got Barak's army coming down the mountain. Sisera, Sisera's army coming up the mountain, yeah, and they were able to uh, wipe them out. Right now, based on chapter five, if when we read the song of Deborah, we find out some extra details here. Right, it was raining. Right, it was muddy.
0: They couldn't use their chariots.
3: Yes. Okay, so they're in the valley down by the river, and the river is flooding because of the rain. Right. And these 900-pound uh, iron chariots are <laughs> getting stuck in the mud. Are, yeah, all, all worthless.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're They're playing. just getting
3: completely... Okay, so now you've got an army also trying to march up a mountain while it's raining, which means the rain is hitting them in the face. So this makes sense when Deborah says the Lord has gone before you. The rain was as much of a combatant in this in this than anybody. And oh, by the way, we also missed. I missed a point that um, when Barak says, "Okay, I'll go with you," but you got to come. Her her reply to that is, "Okay, but because of that, because of because I'm going, right? You're not going to conquer Sisera." He's going to be conquered by a woman. Right. Okay. So during this battle, um, they're coming down. They're wiping, every, they're wiping out all these uh, Sisera's army. And, um, and Sisera himself dismounts his chariot and runs away. Right. And he ends up in the camp of what he believes is an ally. Yeah. And uh, he sneaks in there and, and, and his, his quote-unquote friend's not home. But his wife is. His wife is, yeah. Her name is Jael. And he says, hey, I'm weary from battle. Give me some something to drink. She gives him some milk.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Probably just nice, warm. <laughs> He's exhausted. So he, he drinks this, and he passes out in her tent. Well, what he doesn't know is that her allegiance has changed. Right. <laughs> so great. So while he is sleeping... She whips out a tent stake Right Puts it to his, his temple And drives his head into the ground we'll I just, love
0: it Verse 26 so said If you're reading chapter 5 Her hand reached for the tent peg Her right hand for the workman's hand or She struck Sesra She crushed his head Shattered and pierced his temple
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's like, wow yeah. this, is, this woman, you know <laughs> hardcore you don't want to mess with that yeah. man it's like it's like uh lorraine bobbit <laughs> wow nice
0: nice reference anyways so yeah that's exactly right
3: so yeah you don't mess with a woman like this no you don't and uh so anyway barack shows up at the tent and of course the general is defeated, right. and this is like the turning point yeah. of deliverance of Israel. Okay, so that's kind of the story, sure. In the in the nutshell, so uh, I I have um, a kind of a detailed type and shadows type of thing that I found on the internet here. It's really and, interesting. Uh, it it really is. Uh, I was I was in the middle of doing my own, but but then when I started hitting this. I was really impressed with this. It comes from a website called uh, myredeemer.org. And it looks like this site is completely dedicated to finding types of Christ throughout the Bible. So I'm going to have to explore more on that site. But anyway, um, so I want to go through kind of uh, what their analysis is because I thought it was really cool. Uh, They lean on a lot of the names and what the names mean. Yeah. And and how every little step of this story is a mirror of huh. the um, uh, uh, of the Christ story. New Testament, yeah. right? So um, so why don't we do this? Do you have you have judges pulled up? Yes. Okay. So. As we look at the at the verse, chapter four, chapter yeah, five, it, uh, chapter four, beginning in four, okay. verse one, we'll just kind of start going through the chapter here. Sure, I'll let you read the verses, and then I'll I'll read this guy's examination. <clears throat> All uh, right. of each one. Uh, so, do you
0: want this? Let's see. I'll just do it in the uh, NASB. Sounds fun. We we never read the NASB. Okay. All right, New American Standard. Here okay. We go. First verse. The sons of Israel did. Uh, again, did evil in the sight of the Lord after Ehud died.
3: Okay, so uh, Ehud, the name Ehud—that's the guy we talked about, the deliverer we talked about before. Right. His his name means "I will be praised." Right. And um, and so, after praise for God died, <laughs> man, the Israel right uh, no longer let God reign in his heart. Wow. Okay, so this is... uh, Already right off the bat.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Verse two. All right. And the Lord sold them into the hand of Javan, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazar, and the commander of his army was uh, Sisera, who lived in uh, Hirosheth, Haggai, I always... (laughs) Awesome. Mess up these words.
3: Okay. So, um the Lord sold the Israelites into the hand of this guy, uh Jabin. Yeah. Whose name means intelligence. Um he's a king of Canaan. Uh Canaan means I will be humbled. Which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're destined right, to, be, <laughs> to be straightened out. Okay. <laughs> and they reigned in uh Hazor, which means a fenced yard. Yeah. Okay, so God turned man, or Israel, over to his own depraved mind, which is the representation of Jabin here. Jabin meaning intelligence. So God turned man over to his own intelligence so that his uh, Hazar, his heart, would be humbled. Uh, Canaan, I will be humbled. Wow. Okay. So uh, the commander of this army was Sisera, and he lived in, uh, let's see if I can get it, Harasheth. Hagor- Hagorium, which means mechanical workmen or works or uh, craftsmen, so that word, that place they lived in, represents works in our lives, in, according oh. to, to this type. Okay, so uh, so man in his own intelligence, J. Ben, uh, chose to have his actions, his works, controlled by his fallen nature, Sisera Wow. Okay, so Sisera represents man's fallen nature. nature, And and so what's going on here is people are relying on their own works and are controlled by their own nature. Wow.
0: Okay, verse 3. Okay, let's see. The sons of Israel cried to the Lord, yet again, for he had 900 iron chariots, and he opposed the sons of Israel severely for 20 years.
3: Okay, so once again, this is pretty simple here. A humbled man actually cries out after realizing his troubles can only be solved by God. Right. So just as they were under their own works and under their own intelligence and under their own sinful nature, they came to realize this is oppressive huh. and turned to God, much the same way the the, the man... Who is living by his own nature And by his his own intelligence Has to at some point realize That his troubles can only be solved by God Wow Okay, verse 4 and 5
0: <clears throat> Now Deborah, a prophet, prophetess The wife of Lapidoth Was judging Israel at that time She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah Between Ramah and Bethel In the hill country of Ephraim and the sons of Israel came to her for judgment.
3: Okay, so Deborah in this in this model is going to represent the Holy Spirit, and um, that makes total sense. So, she. What do you is, think about it? Yeah, she's the wife of this guy Lappidoth, which means a shining lamp. Yeah, the torch, the light, the light. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, which would be. God, a symbol of, of God. God. He is yeah. the shining light. Um, and is also the one who proclaims Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who proclaims Jesus. Deborah right. is going to proclaim a deliverer in this story.
0: Huh.
3: Um, the Spirit leads man to settle his debt for sins. Once man has received his new birth, the Holy Spirit intercedes, Deborah, intercedes between man and his indwelling sin. Okay, Rama. It says there that um, that this palm that that she's hanging out at is between Rama, which means a seat of idolatry, and Bethel, which means the Lord's home, the Lord's house. <laughs> oh, wow! So she's sitting between man and God. Yes. <laughs>
0: Whoa! <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> great yeah Yeah.
3: that's so good okay (laughs) so um so the holy spirit intercedes between man and his indwelling sin and god in heaven bethel okay verse six
0: all right now she sent and summoned uh, barak the son of adon uh ad 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 timom sorry (laughs) from kadesh neptali And sent to him, behold, the Lord, the God of Israel has commanded, go and march to Mount Tabor and take with you 10,000 men from the sons of Nephtali and from the sons of Zebulun.
3: Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is where she calls Barak and says, this is your job you have to do. Okay. The spirit calls to Jesus. So Barak is going to be our type of Christ in in this story. Makes sense. So, um. Barak's name means flashing sword. Hmm. So he is the sword of truth. And he is the son who is pleasing to his father, which is interesting because Barak's dad's name, Abidnoam, means father of pleasantness. So he is pleasing to his father. When Jesus was baptized, he said, this is my son in whom I am well well pleased. He is the holy one who cleanses men from all unrighteousness. He is the one who struggles in the greatest of all temptations, uh, which is interesting because um, <clears throat> it says that he was from uh, Kede, which mm-hmm. means cleansed, and um, in the land of Naphtali, which means my wrestling place. Yeah, my so so he struggles with the greatest temptations that was just like we do, so that he can help us in our struggles, so that he can cleanse us. So um, all those words kind of tie in there. Okay, so she told him to take 10,000 men of, uh, of Naphtali, which means my wrestling, and Zebulon, which means where I reside, and lead the way to Mount Tabor. And Tabor means fragile. So the Holy Spirit tells Jesus to take on the struggles of this human life, Zebulon, where I reside. Right. Take on the struggles where I reside and show others how to live as fragile, meek men, Tabor. So, Wow. Wow. It says, uh, verse, verse seven, 7,
0: I will draw out you to uh, Sisera, uh, the commander of Jabin's army, um, I will draw out to you, sorry, Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his many troops to the river uh, Kishon, and I will give you into his hand.
3: Okay, so um, it's interesting to note that the Kishon River is the river that runs through the Jezreel Valley, and the word Kishon means entangling. Which is really cool. Whenever you read chapter five, and you know what happens here, they get all entangled, entangled yeah. up in the the mess of this river. Right. Uh, God has given uh, man's old nature. That's Sisera. Sisera represents our sinful nature. So God has given man's sinful nature and all of its works over to sin to be over to sin to be dwelt, dealt with. By the sword of truth wow. So the spirit is leading our sin to Jesus To be conquered
0: Yeah, that's great Okay, verse 8 Awesome, okay So um, then Barak said to her I will uh, If you will go with me Then I will go with you But if you will not go with me I will not go
3: Okay, so um, So here uh, Jesus's work in men must be accomplished by the Holy Spirit. Right. Okay, so Jesus did the work of the cross, but the work in men is accomplished via the Holy Spirit, or Deborah. So both of them are involved in what's going on. So the gospel message must be received and accepted by man's spirit. Must be accepted. Okay. So, So the work is being done, but then our own our own will must receive it, right? Okay, so we're going to see this here uh, being fulfilled a little bit later in this woman Jael that we were talking about. Yeah, she is going to represent our the bride, us, the, yeah. our spirit, that our willingness. I can see that to, to serve.
0: I can also see just a, a side note. Jesus did every miracle, everything by the holy Spirit's mm. work right right, right, so that that whole picture of you know Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to carry out the his work on
3: that's good on earth um it is interesting to note also, and this is just a piece of trivia or whatever that we can this to spur you on, plant a seed, go study this, we're not gonna talk a lot about it right, but um. You'll notice the Bible doesn't really record any miraculous events in Jesus' life until after he begins his ministry and the Spirit lands on, him, on him at yeah. his baptism. That's right. That's where we start seeing miraculous things. Now, I'm not saying that there wasn't any miracles beforehand. Yeah. I'm just saying there's nothing in our can- canical, uh, canonical Bible right. that actually... States that there's extra canonical books that that state that, some of that stuff. Yeah, but they de- they state some weird stuff. Yeah, really weird <laughs> stuff. Like Jesus making clay birds. Birds. <laughs> yeah, making them come to life, and some kid stomps on them. So he strikes. So he kid. kills the
0: kid because he killed a <laughs> clay bird. Sounds like Jesus, huh?
3: Yeah. Anyways. <laughs>
0: That's nuts Anyway,
3: it's just a side note Yeah, it's great Okay, Okay. 9 and 10
0: Yeah, so she said I will surely go with you Nevertheless, the honor shall not be yours On the journey that you are about to take For the Lord will uh, sell Sisera Into the hands of a woman Then Deborah arose and went to uh, Went with Barak to Kadesh Barak called Zebulun and Nephthali Together to Kadesh, and ten thousand men went up with him. Uh, Deborah also went with him. Went up with him.
3: Okay, so um, the only thing to really to notice in these verses is that this word, the place where they went and got these men, is Kadesh. Yeah, which means to cleanse. So uh, Barak and Deborah go together to this place called to cleanse, and ended up with an army of people. As as the result, the church, yeah, so church. so <laughs> so Jesus through His death, along with the Holy Spirit, performs a never-ending process of cleansing and making us righteous, which the word Kadesh means, right, uh, for all those who come to Him for salvation. Cool. Uh, verse eleven.
0: Now uh, Haber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Horab. The father in law of Moses had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in Zamayim, which is near Kadesh.
3: Okay, so there's just a couple of interesting things in here based on some of these words. Uh, Hebrew means, again, uh, words that cause change. Hmm. Kenite means the seed of light, of life. they The Kenites were the descendants of Hobab, which means cherished, who was the brother-in-law of Moses. He pitched his, t- he pitched his tent near the great... I <laughs> yes, love that. Go <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be able to finish reading <laughs> He pitched his tent near the great tree in Zaanam, which means to migrate or move, which is near Kadesh. Okay, so... If we look at, at this, um, this word cannot, the seed of life. Um, so you've got also the Hebrew, words that cause change. So all this happening here together, you've got the life-giving word of God. Uh, he left heaven. He was cherished. Hobab means cherished uh, by his father. He fulfilled the law of Moses, gave to Israel. They've got this, this relationship to Moses happening here. Uh, in his human body, or his tent, he moved about, um, which is za'anim, uh, means to migrate or move. So Jesus, whenever he came down, John one says he was he dwelt among us. Uh, that word dwelt means actually to be in a tent, tabernacled. To live, yeah, yeah. So he he lived among us as a nomad, moving about uh, with people while heading toward the cleansing at Kadesh, uh, or the great tree. Just as it says there in Judges 4, he pitched his tent near the great tree. Hmm. So where did Jesus end up? On a great tree. On the great tree. Amen. Uh, verse 12 and 13. All right. So they told Sisera that Barak, the
0: son of Ad, Um Ab I always say his name wrong. Say it for me. <laughs> Abinom, <Yeah>. nom. Abinom. <laughs> Abinom. Yeah, Abinom. Ugh. had gone to the mount. Tabor, gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called together all his chariots, nine hundred iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Hiroshath, uh Hegayim to the river Kishon.
3: Okay, so you have this army. Of Sisera. remember Sisera is meaning. I, he is the type of our sinful nature. Right. Uh, his our old nature battles uh, within the man uh, by rationalizing that his works. Remember, he's coming from this Harasheth Hagarim. Yes, the name of the place, and it, that means a works or a workman. Uh, so the our old nature rationalizes his works are good enough, and that his sh- sins Kishon. Sins are not bad enough to need Jesus. Yeah. So um, you got that going on.
0: Okay, uh, verse, verse 14. All right. Let's see. I lost my place. Give me just a second. Okay. Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day which the Lord has given uh, uh, Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has gone out before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabar with 10,000 men following him.
3: Okay, so. Uh, this is where the rain begins to come. Yes. And um, and God goes before them uh, to deliver the sinful man, this uh, the sinful nature, into the hands of Jesus, Barak. So um, our old nature has no chance against the Holy Spirit, Deborah. Right. And Barak, Jesus, together because the sacrifice has already been made on the cross. So when he went to the tree... It was a done deal, right? So this is all God's work. The yeah. rain's falling at this point, and He's gone out before Him.
0: Yeah, everything's already done so for it, Him. All He has to do is It is the finished.
3: That's right, <laughs> pretty That's much. Good. So uh, okay, verse uh,
0: fifteen. Okay, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and his army uh, with the edge of the sword before Barak, and Sisera alighted from his
3: chariot and fled away on foot. Okay, so just like Sisera jumps off his chariot and takes off running, uh, our old nature has been stripped of its own self-righteousness. So it's like there is a a flux going on here whenever uh, we come into contact with this deliverer. Uh, Verse
0: 16. Okay. (laughs) But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as uh, Herosheth uh, Haggaiim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword; not uh, even one was left.
3: Okay, so Jesus, Cicera, sorry, so Jesus is basically pursuing the the works of our of our sinful nature, right? Yeah, he's going to destroy. Yeah, that makes total so. Sense. So you've got all this. Okay, whenever we come to Christ, we've got all this sinful things in our past. Yeah, right. You can't fix that stuff. You can't go back in time and unsteal that and <laughs> unkill that person. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> well, the point. Right, the point I is, can you, <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You uh, can't completely undo this, but Jesus can undo the effects of it. Huh. So, um, so the same way that Cicero has fled. But the army the, the residue Is still there And Jesus comes And cleans those works Wow up. He's, he's, he's wiping it all out um, And so he does away With all of them huh. uh, Judges 4 verse 17
0: Alright Now uh, Sisera fled away On foot to the tent Of Jael The wife of Haber The Canite For there was peace Between Jabin The king of Hazar And the house of, Hab- uh, and the house of Haber The Kenite.
3: Okay, so some interesting uh, words here. Um, once again, Sisera is refer- representing our old nature here, and he flees to what appears to be an old familiar friend. Right. So, um, which is, you know, the the our evil nature is always going to try and tent with us. Sure. I mean, he's constantly going to be coming back, back into our, our, our tent. Yeah, it's like... You remember
0: me. You know how much fun we had. Yeah, this we had all that, that fun yeah. together.
3: And so he thinks that he's going into the tent of a uh, of a friend, but Gio represents our intentions, our spirit, our our willingness. Yeah. Which at, in the past had been very accommodating to Sisera,
1: mm.
3: right? Very accommodating to our past sins. Right. We've been willing to let him in and willing to let him have. Have asylum in our wow. in our hearts, right? right? But what we have going on here is a change. Um, that spirit is now married to Heber. It says that Jael was the wife of Heber. Heber means the word of God. <laughs> That's good stuff, right there. <laughs> so the mind is um, it, Jabin. Here is the um, is the king um in in the it says J, Jabin the king of of Rezor, Hazor Hazor and, and the clan of Heber the Kenite was where um the, these relations were uh Jabin means the mind uh Hazor means the heart so he's the ruler of the heart and now he's on friendly relations with the gospel message yeah so his his, his so affiliation this is our, our our willing spirit within us has changed Affiliation, Yeah. And now, we are no longer servants to this evil Sisera who comes into our tent. <laughs> right. Now, we are in a completely different place with it. Right. So, let's look at, um, uh, where were we at? Eighteen, eighteen 18 to 20.
0: Yep. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, "'Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me. "'Do not be afraid.' And he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. Do you want me to keep going?
3: Yeah, let's go to verse 20. Okay.
0: He said to her, please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened up a bottle of milk and gave him a drink, and she covered him. He said to her, stand in the doorway uh, of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires of you and says, is there anyone here that you shall say no?
3: Okay, so... Um,
0: what is this guy doing? He's trying to <laughs> hide from the armies of Barak.
3: Yeah, he's he's trying to get away. Uh, this, this is your sin. He's
1: right.
0: trying
3: to get away from Jesus. Yeah, and he's trying to find refuge in in. And he's gonna in, dig in, down deep. This and, lady's... and get
0: as you know covered as he
3: can. Right, and he's even saying, "Hey, listen, someone comes by, you tell him I'm not here." Right. So what do we do? We end up harboring many times sin. harboring sin, yeah. and and lying. About the, uh, whether he's there or not Right Whether that, that, that nature is still there or not um, But our spirit confronts this old nature yeah. of Of sesera uh, Because these two can't coexist in the same tent Right Any longer Because the affiliation has changed in our, our, our w- We are now uh, subject to Right, Christ uh, To Christ And the reality is, is Christ has already won the battle Right. Right. The battle outside's already won. So what are you doing with the general yeah. of, of the wrong side?
0: Exactly. It's time to put a tent peg in his <laughs> temple. Right? Right, right. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's hit that. Verse right. 21. Verse 21. But Jael, Haber's wife, took a tent peg and seized a hammer in her hand. She went secretly to him and drove the peg into his temple, and it went through into the ground, for he was sound asleep and exhausted. So he died.
3: <laughs> so as a matter of fact. Right. Um, okay, so just like you know, Romans 6 tells us that, um, that we are dead to sin, that it no longer has its right. reign over us. So you're no longer, this, this general means nothing to you anymore. Right. He has no control over you. He has you. no power. He has no power whatsoever. He's already been defeated. Right. So when he comes creeping back in, what does she do? she whips out the stake right well first she lulls him like okay yeah. sneak sneak attack and puts this and nails it to the ground Yeah. and uh so it's 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 like just we have to do the same thing with our sure. sin is sacrifice our sinful nature destroy it um so that it is and, and and it's not something that happens slow and lingering it's not a slow death it is a <sighs> A, a, a
0: quick tip. I mean, I don't know about you, but a tent peg to the temple will do it. You know, right?
3: Right. We have to be crucified with Jesus. That's right. In order to live. Mm. Okay. Uh, verse Keep twenty. Driving in that tent take. Right. All right. Verse twenty-two. Twenty-two.
0: Uh, and behold, as Barak pursued Sisera Jael came out to meet him and said Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking They entered with her And behold, Sisera was lying dead With a tent peg in his temple
3: Okay, so how happy are we when Jesus shows up? Jesus, check out what I did yes! to sin. I've, you know I, I have <laughs> let your work work through me Right And, uh, and so he stands as a witness then uh, Just as as, um, as he does in our hearts. Uh, he stands witness that, that our old nature is being put to death. And Amen. we no longer have that penalty uh, to pay. Right. Um, so verse 23.
0: All right. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the sons of Israel.
3: So the Spirit continues to testify to us, renewing or subduing, our humbled Canaanite member, I will be humbled. Right. Our our hum our Canaanite uh minds, Jabin means mind. Yeah. So um our humbled minds uh are being renewed or subdued that we have eternal life with Jesus Christ. What a powerful message. And last verse verse uh, right. twenty four.
0: The hands of the sons of Israel pressed heavier and heavier heavier upon Jabin king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, the king of Canaan.
3: So when all of this continues to to build, uh, Jesus said in his high priestly prayer, yeah. whenever he said, be one, I want you to all be one, Yeah. so that the world will know that I am come from the Father. So whenever we begin to join together, we begin to do our we own press heavier and heavier. individual mm. um, tent stake right. <laughs> nailing on a daily basis we put to death the deeds of our flesh gosh they are the responses to doubts about the fact that we have been reconciled to god through the death of his son he took on our sins so that we could become the righteousness of god amen so that was a cool study i <laughs> That's so awesome.
0: I mean, and it's it's written right there in Scripture, in plain sight and hidden. Right,
3: right. It's so special. Yeah, those names. The way the names and everything work Line into up. it is yeah. Really, yeah. really, really, really cool. Yeah. So that's amazing. Well, let's do some news. Sure.
1: And now the news.
0: All right. So we we have all heard about the the horrible tragedy. Um, the Paris attacks, right? Yes, um, yes. And so that's caused a lot of a lot of fear and anxiety in uh, Christians, all non Christians, Americans, and you know everybody else across the world about this ISIS thing. Um, and of course, it's really uh, it's muddling up what to do with Syrian ref- refugees, right? Mm-hmm. So this is from today. Just a day after a group of governors across the country said that their the states would not allow refugees fleeing violence, war, and ISIS in Syria to enter their home states, House Speaker Paul Ryan said that lawmakers could soon vote to pause the U.S. refugee program. Ryan said, this is a moment um, where it is better to be safe than to be sorry, so we think the prudent, the responsible thing is to take a pause in this particular aspect. Of this refugee program in order to verify the terrorists are not trying to infiltrate the refugee population. He suggested a new vetting process to be created, but gave no indication on how long the refugee program would be suspended. Mm. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but all across the nation, um, the majority of of state governors have stepped out and said we are not taking any refugees at right, all right. Uh, because of this, and we want to, you know, we want to keep our citizens safe. Um, it's a really big it's question a, in the say, Christian community. Yeah, it's a very
3: um, thin
0: line. Yeah. yeah. So, as a Christian, how do we respond to this? Uh, are we allow, are we supposed to open up our homes uh, to, you know, to people who who need? Mm-hmm. Who have needs, but also expose herself to you. Take
3: one person out of danger in order to right, and end up putting another one in danger. Yeah. So how do you
0: how do you respond? What do you think about that, David? That's a tough question. I don't know. know. I,
3: I really think it is hard. It is. It's very akin to what uh, we talked about. You know, back in episode what forty two. Or whatever. When we talked about war, war yeah. and fighting and and protecting your home, protecting your family. Right. And at some point, you have to make that choice. Do I love my enemy more than I love my family?
1: Huh.
3: Or I mean, there's just there's that. Uh, yeah, we're called to love our enemies, but at the same time, we're called to be protectors. Right. And love mercy and justice. And so there's a fine line to walk, and I think it almost is one that has to be made in the individual heart. (laughs) Right. That's the truth. It's not the type of thing that we can just broad. We can put a broad blanket on. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in the decision making role. Uh Uh, Yeah,
0: I just can't imagine that. No matter what, we need to be praying for those refugees. uh, That's number one. Definitely. Um, Because you know they're for every. One potentially uh isis refugee in in, uh, uh, in in you know hiding there's there's you know a hundred of them that are just starving and have no home and have no protection and I can't imagine being like that right so you know it's it's definitely a huge. Huge question: Do you allow them in? I think that further screening is a key mm-hmm. for that, uh, being able to verify backgrounds and stuff. But you know, some of these people, I imagine, have no identification. You can't verify right, the background, right? So it's it's kind of impossible. Um, you know, I watched an SNL skit with Ben. This guy was interpret. Uh, <laughs> Pretending to be Ben Carson I'm just like well we give him a test It says death to and then a blank And if they say uh, America then we kick him out <laughs> Like yeah You know if it were only that simple that's, Right, right. You know? <laughs> So it's crazy All right. Um, also talking about ISIS uh, This is kind of crazy ISIS terror threat we are coming uh, Spray painted on Ohio college campuses Ohio college campuses hmm. Um, A popular rock in Youngstown State University in Ohio was vandalized uh, with pro-Islamic state uh, messages and a painting of uh, an ISIS black flag on November 23rd. As students of Youngstown State University walked into class Monday morning, they were shocked to find Islamic State terror messages painted on a well-known campus boulder, which promised, we are coming. Between Sunday night and Monday morning, a large rock in Ohio campus uh, that is commonly used to post messages, promote student groups, and campus events has been vandalized with jihadi-themed, nice graffiti. So you know, is that is that really mm. real, or is that some kids just being really stupid? Yeah, you stupid? never can tell. No, you can't. But that's that's kind of disturbing. We got some stupid people here. Oh yeah, very <laughs> very stupid people. You know, but it's just uh, again, it's like.
3: You know, that's it's like you don't you don't go into the airport and start yelling, bomb, right. because it's funny.
0: Right. right. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing, man. It really makes me second guess, like, uh, I don't know, would I be out on the Macy's Day Parade? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff right now. Yeah. I don't think I would. It's really interesting. We need to do Christianity and Terror. Have we done that yet?
3: I don't How think so. How
0: Christians should respond to Terror. Right. Because it's a very interesting Thought you know, if we really have faith in Christ, should we be afraid? Terrorism
3: isn't new to this generation. No, and, at all.
0: You know, it's not like we
3: don't know who wins in the I mean, end. you think about the Crusades, and you think oh, about yeah. uh, the the um, what do you call it, the Inquisitions. Inquis-
0: Nobody expects No
3: one expects the Inquisition. <laughs>
0: That's great. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to to see what. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the Amanda Blackburn story or not. Mm-hmm. Youth pastor's wife pregnant. Uh, um, it's a, it's, this is she was. It's a really sad story. On the morning, Amanda Blackburn, the pregnant wife of uh, Resident Church pa- uh, pastor Davy Blackburn in Indiana, was killed. A neighbor said she heard two gunshots and what sounded like a woman's scream. A copy of the Appodata of Probable Cause against her suspect killer, Larry Joe Taylor, Jr., 18, and his accomplice, Jalen Watson, 21, released Monday to the Mason County Prosecutor's Office, paying the uh, agonizing picture of why the scream was most likely Amanda's. The autopsy conducted on Amanda Blackburn revealed uh, she sustained a gunshot wound to the back of the head. Wow, um, she was pregnant and youth pastor's wife. Just it's crazy how that that can just happen in a day. He broke in, wanted to to rob the place, and killed her. Um, and that's really making the the Christian headlines right now. Just praying for that family. But uh, you know, again, what do you, how do you forgive that? It's hard. Can you imagine that? Mm. You know, I often use the uh, analogy of of grace being if somebody would break into your house and kill your family and then you take go or kill your son and you go and adopt that kid Mm -hmm. and make him your own kid, that's grace, you know? Right. But can you really do something (laughs) like that? Only Jesus, huh? Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. (sighs) You know, uh, that's really all the stuff I have for news today, but I do have this date in... Christian history. (laughs) With our TARDIS firing up, let's go back in time to the Protestant Reformation. (laughs) Today, most Protestant churches, at least in the Western world, take for granted that those who attend church should have some say in how it is run. This hasn't always been so. Even when the Protestant Reformation began in the 16th century, Luther and other reformers thought the church ought to be directed primarily by the clergy. The first person to suggest otherwise was a little-known reformer called, and I'm going to mess up his name, Ocelampadius. Ocelampadius.
3: That kid got beat up in school.
0: Well, actually, that's not his real name. name (laughs) Ocelampadius? What's your name, boy? (laughs) Ocelampadius? <laughs> we're just, we're just going to call you OSA. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Lampy. Lampy, there you go. Well, his real name was uh, uh, Hustian, but in those <laughs> days it was popular to change one's name into a classical language. Hustian sounded like a German for house shine, so he became house lamp in Greek. OSA Lampaditis. <laughs> OSA suggested suggestion. That laymen be allowed a say in church affairs was shot down when he proposed it at a town council of Basel, Switzerland. uh, Switzerland. Uh, However, other reformers such as John Calvin and John Knox agreed with him, and so an important element of religious freedom was brought into the church. Oselameditis was a top-notch student of languages. The groundbreaking linguists of the day were uh, Richland and Erasmus, Osilampoditus mm-hmm. studied with both. He even helped Erasmus edit and publish the New Testament in Greek, which had such a profound effect on the rise of the Reformation. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so kind of important guy, I guess. Wow, cool. Uh yeah. Allowed layman a, a say in church mm-hmm. polity. Which I don't know if that's biblical, but that's just me. <laughs> hey. Whoa, back off.
3: <laughs> Anyways. So what do you think about that, David? Um, I'm with you. Okay. I don't. I don't. I think that uh, there's structure there for a reason. Yep. But in their time frame, remember the structure that was there. Oh yeah. That's true.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: There's some knee-jerk reactions happening here. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: Damn. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, that's what I got. Cool.
3: Yay! Yay! Never guess who it's from. Oh, I will. David, there we are.
2: Jeremiah, <laughs> it's your boy Brendan I'll from the Brendan. Finding Crisis my podcast. <laughs> Just listen to the the latest installment of the Types and Shadows series of uh, the with the two with the two prophets, Oatmeal and Eva Longoria.
1: <laughs>
2: Just kidding. Doug. I honestly uh, studying the judges was never really that much of. A, a thing for me in the past, but I really like—I uh, really like your guys' discussion on it. Uh, of course, I thought it was enlightening, just like everything else you do. Oh. Uh, and it's—and it's kind of piqued my interest into exactly how God worked through the judges of Israel. Like, I—I mm. I, I guess I kind of know they were a, a predecessor to the kings. You know, it's, you know, Israelite people—they wanted stuff that God didn't want to give them. And they kept asking him and asking him, and he said, all right, you know what, fine. You want it, you got it. And, you know, we, we see how that ended up. So, yeah. Uh, again, like I said, very enlightening, and now my interest is peaked. Um, just speak. Just a word on Patron St. Philip's uh, email uh, concerning Islam, uh, and and I guess you could bring in the LGBT, LGBT community, the... <laughs> We should write on that a song well. that. Yeah, that, right. I really like, I really like the phrase that he used, "dangerous grace," because,
1: hmm.
2: like for me personally, my understanding of grace has has expanded so much in the past year, and I'm now understanding grace as uh, as withholding judgment, uh, even where judgment is deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's honestly the, the simplest way I can put it. it it's it's a good you know, news. it's well, it's, like I just said, it's with it's withholding judgment where judgment is deserved because that's honestly how God grace God shows us grace because we, <clears throat> when when we sin and we sin all the time, He still withholds His judgment. Wow. And even though we deserve that judgment, and, and see, this is the good news. This is this is exactly why it is good news. Even though we deserve judgment, and we deserve the penalty, we deserve the wages of death, or we deserve, excuse me, we deserve the wages of sin, which is death, we have new life found in Christ Jesus. And, and that is grace personified right there. So, of course, if, if that's in my mindset, with how God is to me, and then God tells me to do that to other people... It just makes all the more sense to me, and I, and I really, I agree with you guys. Maybe it's-
3: I think he got caught off. Here, here's uh, he called back. Yeah, of course.
2: How do you thought you to kick me out that meal, David boy? <laughs> okay, just kidding. Now that I know that the limit for the voicemail is three minutes, I'll wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that now that we understand what grace is, we can better put it back out to the world where it belongs. Amen. And in doing so, activate the kingdom of God, actualize the kingdom of God, and that. And I'll just cut it there. Thank you, David. Thank you, Jeremiah. Oh, by the way, the uh, the singer for the for the this day in church history sounds like two pieces of metal grinding against each other. You should really get that checked out. It doesn't make for good radio play. <laughs>
3: Nice. So uh, that is a Tardis. Obviously not a Who fan. Well, but you know what, um, uh, King Philip there that he was just talking about. Yeah, he left a, uh, a message for us saying, oh, "I read that." Yeah, <laughs> that we're using his his Ring-toned. ring ringtone. Yeah, looks <laughs> 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 so great. He's got the Tardis <laughs> as, as his, <laughs> his ringtone. <laughs> That's great, sweet
0: dude. Our boy Brendan, man, you breaking down Grace. That's good stuff. It, yeah, you know I hope. I hope more people get that and uh, we become more radical uh, grace people. Yeah. So and, and
3: start with holding our judgment a little bit. Yeah. Even even whenever it's um, justified. That's right. <laughs> Amen. So. Amen. All right. So uh, you want to do some uh, trivia? Bring it on, Holmes. All right. Let's do it. I don't have cards, though. So. You don't?
1: There.
3: Theo trivia. Ba, 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 da, ba, da.
0: Thank you, Wormwood. Thank you. Oh, by the this way, I went to see Screw Tape. Yes. In the theaters.
3: That's cool, isn't it? Oh my
0: gosh, it was just so amazing. You know, it, it made it inspired me to take uh, my Brit Lit, my senior class. Uh-huh. We're gonna go through Screw Tape letters together. Sweet. It'll be amazing. So, anyways, just a shout out to good old buddy CS.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yep. All right, I have no idea where we're at It's been a few weeks Do you want to start was? over?
0: Let's just start over <laughs> Zero, zero Okay, let's do it. Let's that. pretend that we're on the same Okay, Old yeah. old Testament Yes, thanks All right, good I have a chance <clears throat> In which book do we find the story of the birth of Isaac? I don't have a chance <laughs>
3: say the birth of Isaac yeah <laughs> Genesis yeah like like you're gonna get that wrong <laughs> <clears throat> okay what did each year of the 40 years of oh
0: come on, on.
3: <laughs> come on David what uh, let me read the question all right what did each year of the 40 years of Israelite wandering in the desert represent
0: I know this. I don't know this. I can't remember.
3: What is it? It represents one day of of the scouting report of Canaan. Oh yeah, the pessimism of which displeased God. That's in Numbers fourteen. You get
0: what book was Isaac born in, and I get what Uh, what representation of the year (laughs) square pi root three point (laughs) one four whatever. All right, well I am on (laughs) history and geography. (laughs) Of course you are. Of course you are. Okay, here we go. Uh, Where did Jacob? Oh my gosh, this has to be okay. Where did Jacob have his dream of a ladder or stairway?
3: Do you remember this? I'm sure I will. I don't remember it. I think it was... uh, Hebron? No. Uh, uh, Bethel. Bethel. Okay. Yeah. House of God. House of God.
0: That's why they named it Bethel. Yeah. Because Jacob saw, oh, surely God dwells here, Bethel. Gotcha. Anyways, All you right. knew that. You knew that. You just forgot it.
3: I'm uh, I'm uh, on Old Testament. Okay, you'll like this one too. Okay, really, <laughs> great. From whom was Joash hidden? Joash was hidden from jo- <laughs>
0: Jor-El <laughs> Jor-El Jor- Jor- like, like Superman's dad M- Maybe <laughs> Almost Oh okay
3: Athaliah I, I have no clue What she, this is even talking she about She was the evil queen Of Israel and Remember she wanted to kill All the bloodlines So that she could remain queen Oh yeah that's right And so the, Joash was a baby I forgot all about
0: yeah, so, that Yeah so yeah well you know
3: all good things i suck at that
0: all right next
1: (laughs) (laughs) the
3: theonauts are part of the great commission transmission network yes we are (laughs) 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 Ah. (laughs) can i get an amen (laughs) using new media and social networking to go into all the world and proclaim the good news to everyone to find out more to partner with us Visit us on gctnetwork.com. Subscribe to the newsletter there to stay up to date on all the latest from our shows, including Finding Christ in Cinema. And hang on a second, please go use the anonymous. Oh yeah, we forgot. To talk we, about we didn't that. talk about that much, but uh, it didn't get used much over the past couple of weeks. So it is your tool for your help. I mean, we're here to, to help you. We're going to pray for you and all that sort of stuff. That's so, right. So go to prayer.com theonotspodcast.com and submit your confessions and your prayers, prayer requests and we will be sure to have many prayer warriors praying for you.
0: Check it out and do it. Alright. There are several ways to contact us and lead us feedback besides Theo anonymous. Send us email to theonots at gctnetwork.com.
3: You can call us on our voicemail line at 972-885-7270. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, your favorite podcast catcher. Don't forget to leave us comments there and to rate us. Tweet to us on Twitter using Theonautical. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Theonauts. Follow us on Instagram at Theonauts. And
0: don't forget to tune in again to explore the vast reaches of God's Word.
3: All right. thanks thanks for being here, Jeremiah. Thank you, David. God God bless. This has been Theonauts Podcast. Call us with your questions or comments at 972-885-7270. That's 972 885
0: 7270. Love to hear from you. You are tuned in to the GCT Network. This is your great commission. This is your great commission transmission. At GCT Network. Your great commission.
1: Transmission. Just your great commission. Transmission. do it. <laughs> do it.